0: Hey listeners, this has been the Amateur Exegete, and you're listening to episode 12 of Bible Study for Amateurs. Today's episode is, An Amateur's Toolbox, The New Oxford Annotated Bible. In the last episode, I talked about the HarperCollins Study Bible. Of all the study bibles I own, it is my go-to, the first place I typically go when ascertaining the meaning of a text. If it doesn't have what I need, the next place I go is to the New Oxford Annotated Bible. Like the HarperCollins Study Bible, the New Oxford Annotated Bible is based upon the NRSV and includes the same so-called apocryphal texts. It also has many of the same kinds of features found in HarperCollins that we'll get into. Currently in its fifth edition, the annotated Bible was edited by an impressive team of scholars, including Michael Coogan, Mark Brettler, Carol Newsom, and Femi Perkins. Contributors also include Carol Myers on Exodus, David Kleins on Job, Amy Jill Levine on Daniel, Lawrence Wills on Judith, and many more. It should come as no surprise, then, that this Bible styles itself as an ecumenical study Bible. The introductions, notes, and articles aren't written from one single point of view, like Orthodox, Jewish, Baptist, Catholic, or the like. In fact, in the preface, the editors write, we recognize that no single interpretation or approach is sufficient for informed reading of these ancient texts and have aimed at inclusivity of interpretive strategies. Like the Harper Collins Study Bible, each book of the Bible in the Annotated Bible contains an introduction, and in some respects the introductions are superior to what we find in the HarperCollins edition. For example, While the Introduction to Numbers in HarperCollins is a page and a half, the Introduction in the Annotated Bible, written by Terence Fredheim, is three and a half pages. And while both include a discussion of the structure and sources of the book, Fredheim goes in-depth on the interpretation of numbers, discussing themes that, he writes, provide compass points for navigating the journey through the book. Also, like the HarperCollins Study Bible, The New Oxford Annotated Bible includes notes beneath the biblical texts that help explain what the reader is seeing. For example, what in the world does Paul mean when he writes in 1 Corinthians 11, verse 10, For this reason a woman ought to have a symbol of authority on her head because of the angels. In his note on that verse, Lawrence Wellborn suggests that angels— may be a reference to the sons of God, found in Genesis chapter 6 verse 2. He writes: "Like other Jewish writers of the period, Paul evidently fears that the angels will be aroused to lust by the sight of exposed women. So, "because of the angels" means something like, "So you don't attract the unwanted attention of horny, supernatural beings." The New Oxford Annotated Bible also has various maps that are far superior in quality to what you find in the HarperCollins Study Bible. But what really makes this annotated Bible worth the price are the numerous articles found in the back of the volume. Curious about textual criticism? Check out Michael Coogan's and Femi Perkins' piece on it. Want to know more about modern methods of studying the Bible? Read Carol Newsom's article. Interested in how the Hebrew Bible interprets itself? Mark Brettler has you covered. This set of articles blows the Harper-Collins Study Bible out of the water. In addition to all of this, you'll also find a couple of pages of recommended translations of ancient texts, as well as a glossary of terms from Aaron to Zion theology. This is a Bible designed with students in mind and it makes it a worthy companion to the HarperCollins Study Bible. It's in this amateur's toolbox for good reason. That's all the time we've got this week. See you next time. And remember, in the words of Richard Elliott Friedman, one does not need to deny what is troubling about the Bible in order to pay respect to what is heartening. Thanks for listening.